The views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. You know, something really kind of interesting happened just a few minutes ago or a few seconds ago. It's, it's actually really, really cool. Uh, and what happened actually was that instead of hearing the intro to my show, what you guys heard was the actual song, or actually what you heard was a portion of that song um, that was created for this intro for the show by some amazing artists, uh, thanks to Nick, Nick Johnson for creating that song so what happened to me and maybe my guest today can kind of help me with this is i love this song now this is not a song you're going to find on billboards top 100 this is a song that three students uh from the institute here in seattle the uh, art institute in seattle sat down and put together and it was created actually a bunch of years ago when Nick was interning for the show and we needed an intro that had music of an original uh, content that I had permission to play. So here's what just happened for me. It's kind of really interesting. I, I you know, That song was just played and I don't think there are any accidents. Unfortunately for you guys, you didn't hear the whole song. So what I'm going to ask Dawn and everybody to do is we're going to play the entire song at the end. And the reason that this is so important is I love it. It is a really, really cool song. The woman that sings the vocals on this, and you're going to have to hear the song at the end to actually hear what I'm talking about, is phenomenal. I loved it the minute I heard it, and I am so grateful that these three super talented musicians came together and gifted us this song for this show only it only gets played on this network what a great way to start the show with a reminder of how people show up in the world you know what they believe about their lives how fearless we can be in the face of what some people might might be called incurable situations you know and that is my guest today i'm so thrilled liam phillips is joining me on the show here today question for all of you guys out there what if you were the gift what if you were the gift today with liam phillips joining us here today let me just tell you a little bit about this gentleman this is somebody that knows a ton about what it means to be told that you are not going to be able to live a full life that you have 
going on in your body that is just going to cut your young life short, that the thing that goes on in your life is not only incurable, but you're faced with other addictions, other things that have showed up in your life, and you might as well just hang it up. Today, you're going to hear a brief overview of why that wasn't the case with Liam and why he now has become one of the most incredible sought after facilitators of joy, healing, love, and I'm going to tell you, live in the opulent life you deserve to live. Why? Because today you're going to find out why you're the gift. Liam, welcome to the show. It is so good to have you on the show. Wow, thank you so much, Pat. That was a lovely beginning. And um, Could I add something to, to your uh, talk about the intro music? Hello? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, one of the things that came up for me with that is I, I have a little book uh, out. It's called The Driver. It's very much about energy. And I've had it out for about two and a half years. And just this week, it's uh, popped up again in my awareness. And I've started talking about it. And um, it's like that music. It's like everything has its own consciousness. Everything ha is an entity unto itself. So for me, it's like with that, uh, with that intro um, song, it's like, does it want to be played now? Does it want to go out there and create something different in the world? It did want to be played now. You know, and I think what I love about this is, you know, look at the topic, we, you know, that you pick for today, right? Yeah. Okay, but here, here is the deal. Song came together in such a beautiful, beautiful way by a talented group of people that knew each other um, in, in going to school and, and they put this song together. I mean, wait till you hear the end of the show, Liam, and you actually hear the words of this song. Um, part of this was that uh, we were in a position where we needed something special, a different intro than what I play on my other networks, one that was license-free. And who could have ever imagined that a song like this would come up that has to do with looking beyond what your life looks out, you know, looks out like, and really showing up in life and being everything that you can possibly be and moving beyond the beyond. Isn't that what today's show is about? Isn't that what we're going to talk about when we talk about the gift? Yeah, exactly. So how many people out there um, who have a disease or a discomfort with their body actually see themselves as a gift? Um, I know when I first uh, came down with disease, I didn't see myself as a gift. I saw myself more as a burden to my family, right. a burden to society. I was on a disability pension. Um, you know, I was a burden to myself. My mind was a burden to me because I could only think about pain and suffering. So, so that's one of the things that I wanted to have a look at um, is even if you do have a disease, it's like what if you were actually a gift and what if, what if you're, the gift that you be was exactly what this planet requires? Um, I know over the last 
the last few months there's been a lot of joking that you know the planet didn't end at, at the end of the Mayan calendar and but the thing is is like now that now that that is all gone what if we could all start to show up as the gifts that we truly be now that time has changed quite dynamically that there's not so many limitations that we have to hold in place and mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah you know, Liam, I just want to say something um, about that song and, and when that song was done. Um, you and I have kind of this interesting parallel journey with disease. I was 100 pounds heavier. My body was storing toxins of a just even an indescribable amount. I couldn't stand to look at myself in the mirror. Um, my relationship of 14 years ended because, you know, honestly, you, you named it. I was a burden. I was a burden on myself. The thing that I loved, though, about this journey is how paradoxical it can be. You know, while I was in the darkest night of my life, I was providing what I believed was the most incredible gift I could give myself and showing up in service of others, and that was the radio. It was the thing, Liam, that honestly, maybe you can explain it. It was the thing that kept me alive. Yeah, and that's one of the things that comes up, came up for me too is it wasn't until I had my back against the wall or I'd painted myself into the corner that I actually chose to do something different or I chose to create something different. One of the things that I would like to sort of get across today, if that's possible, is that you don't actually have to go to that place where you don't have any perceived choice other than to go to creation. Mm -hmm. You can actually start without having to put your body on the line, so to speak. It's, um, it's a little bit of a, it's a little bit of a lie that we have to put ourselves in such, uh, quote unquote, dangerous situations with our bodies, that we have to go to the nth degree before we can change something. And if we could, if we could get, if we could change a few people's realities today with that idea that you don't have to go to the, to the end of the world to make the change, um, that you can actually choose it today, then, oh, wow, that would be amazing. What would that take? Let's talk about that because, you know, how many of us, and you know this, I mean, you you are facilitating, you are teaching people worldwide, you know, and, and I think, Liam, can we please talk about this for a moment because this is really something that has been an aha moment for me in the past year. Uh, and, and by the way, thanks to Gary uh, Douglas and Dr. Dane here for their work in helping me see this. Um, somehow, some way, somewhere, we went down the road thinking that we have to live this life through pain and suffering. No pain, no gain. Oh, well, life lessons i don't know i i'm just really so tired of that i liam you got to help us all here tonight yeah. you know i think we all are saying we don't want to look at the world that way yeah and that's it let's have a look at that um life lesson bit because i yeah, grew let's. up with that you yeah, know it's sort of like 
you know, oh, that was a good lesson to learn. Or, you know, like the other day I got caught for speeding. Oh, I won't do that again. I've learned my lesson. And I looked at that and I went, hang on a minute. If I break down that word lesson, it's sort of like less on. Do I really want to be less on or do I want to be a moron? (laughs) You know, I used to live in a town called Moron Bar, you know, and it's sort of like you want to be a moron. You want to be more on. You don't want to come here onto this planet to be less on. And it's like the, the words that we say often create the realities that that show up for us. Um, so, yeah, what if we could, what if it wasn't a lesson? What if it was just an awareness? And then from that awareness, we could go, okay, so what could I choose different next time? And then it's always a choice. You're not at the effect of the police radar. <laughs> You're not at the effect of other people. You're always you always sort of in control of where you would like to be going because you, you mm-hmm. always have choice. Yeah. And that's something with people with disease is that they, they don't seem to, they don't believe that they actually have a choice. Right. So uh, It's hard, and you and I know this, it's hard. It, right. I mean, the, the reason I think that you and I can talk about this and really reflect upon it is because we know exactly what that's like. You know, it, 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 it's not like you read a textbook one day, Liam, and then you showed up and started to talk to a whole lot of people about this. Um, it's like you're a living, breathing example of life having something different. And one of the things we're talking about tonight, and I really would like you to, 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 to talk to, uh, about this, is When I was doing the radio, I lived, and I still do today, every show I do, this show, there's such a place of gratitude that I go to. It's actually, I cannot even describe it. And it it almost seems, oh my gosh, here I am, Liam, I could not even open the door from my bathroom. I locked myself in a bathroom because I was in the doorknob, but yet I got behind the microphone and I felt such joy. Can you please talk about gratitude, being grateful, and what it does to us, for us, and for the world? Yeah, sure. I, last night I was watching a documentary about the band Queen and Freddie yeah. Mercury. Yeah. And it's an amazing documentary. And at the end of his life, um, he had a few months to live, and he only had the energy to go into the recording studio. And so um, Brian May actually wrote a whole bunch of songs and they pre-recorded all of these songs with Freddie Mercury before he died and then they produced the album afterwards. And what is so amazing about that was when Brian May was talking um, about this particular time was the amazing way that Freddie had sort of like just... He just started to choose to be at more ease with everything. He never wanted to put anybody, um, he never wanted to, to make it difficult for people with his disease. He just wanted to keep on creating. And one of the things that came up was that was that the, the whole band, they had been fighting for 20 years on and off. But at this point in time, the whole band came together and everybody was grateful for for, for Freddie Mercury for making it so much more easy, his passing and everything. And some of their best material actually came right at the end there. 
And that's one of the things about being grateful. It's sort of like when you're actually grateful, this this sense of ease or peace can start to pervade your universe because you're not going into that electrical vibration of what's right and what's wrong. In the face of gratitude, it just all that judgment can just not be there. So it's sort of like if you can expand. Now, everybody has uh, experienced gratitude at some stage, whether it was for their mum or their doctor or somebody gave them a present that they hadn't expected. If you have had at least one of those situations in your life, you can always go back to that energetically when you're not feeling so grateful, when you're not, you know, when you're not being present with your life, and you can start to expand into that gratitude. And when you start to do that, it starts to it starts to change the way that you perceive you. The other, the other thing that came up for me many years ago was my wife had a, um, a massage treatment. She got off the table and she was so grateful for the massage therapist because she had, you know, managed to get um, this back problem sorted. And I said, to, I said to my partner, I said, well, ha- that's great, but are you actually grateful for you and your body? Oh. And are, are you actually grateful for you? for making the choice of getting on the table in the first place. Because without that choice, and we, you would never have been able to have received that. So she went, oh, wow, just like you just did then, um, Pat. It's sort of like, yeah, how often are we actually grateful for ourselves for making a different choice or just for being us? You know, one of the things, Liam, uh, that you're talking about here, it's really so, so important right now. And, you know, we talked about this earlier, uh, and I just want to touch upon it for a moment. You know, we talked about the, 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 the Mayan calendar and the change and a lot of conversation as to whether things changed or stopped. And in, in one of the things that I hear a lot, though, especially this week, I hear many, many people talking about a change they feel in the air for themselves. And, and I've asked people, and this is really toxic. I asked them, I said, well, what is it that you sense? And without even saying it, they start to talk about the things that are, they're grateful about, the people in their lives. And so it's really hard, and I want to talk with you about this. I know for me, it was really, really difficult for me to look for a cure that was outside of myself, especially when I felt so bad about how I looked, how I was on the outside. I wanted to talk with you for a minute about what does this mean to really look at the gift and you know, how does that uh, enable us to truly cure the incurable? Yeah, that's a cool question. It's, uh, it's, uh, I had the same thing when I was hunting, seeking for a cure outside myself. That got, that, and I'm incredibly grateful for that because it, it got me to a place where I could start to perceive where I was the cure. And it's sort of like if, if you were the cure, um, then perhaps things could be a lot easier. It's, it's very, very interesting that we spend so much of our time looking for something outside ourselves when we've got the whole thing there right in front of us. 
if we choose it. And it's like I was saying beforehand, if we're actually grateful for the choices that we make, even the bad ones, you know, like for me going through the speeding camera or the radar, it, it was sort of like it was a choice for me to speed. So it wasn't like uh, I didn't have a choice in that. And, I, and if I look at that and I go, oh, wow, it's just a choice, then I can then I can change it. And it's the same when you are looking for a cure. When you start to go, okay, so what is it that I can be or do today to generate something different right away, which is a great question to ask, by the way, you can start, you start to take back your potency uh, for being you and you can start to create a totally different um, paradigm or reality for you and your body. You know, one of the things I want to do during today's show, Liam, is I want to invite all of you out there um, that would like to call in to get some help in in understanding what the gift is that you are. And whether you're stuck, whether you're having difficulties, illnesses in your body, Liam, uh, you know, is a worldwide uh, phenomenon in what he teaches and how he helps people move beyond the, beyond the limitations of what they see and do in life. Today's show is all about you guys. We'd love to have you call in. Uh, We're going to give you a couple of ways to connect with us. We'd love to have you call in and uh, ask a question or call in and get some help. We have a toll-free number here, 888-627-6008. That's 888-627-6008. And for those of you that are listening and not able to call in, you can always post your question at the drpatshow.com on the right-hand side. You can post your question and we'll get your question on air. But I would, I would encourage each of you, um, if you want to get some clearing done today, if you want some help to move things along that are keeping you stuck, that are holding you back, this is the show you're going to want to call into. As I said before, 888 uh, 888-627-6008. We'll take your calls throughout the hour today. Um, Liam, can we talk for a moment about um, how we look at our lives and we look at our world outside? How does this affect our body how does being how did being me affect my body how does it affect our bodies today you know we live in a world where we are in our pop culture we're comparing ourselves to what other people look like the size two dress you're supposed to get in and especially our young folks are having a difficult time feeling good about anything i think i'd look very funny in a dress yeah, but I would pay. I have to tell you, I would pay to see it. Oh, cool! Oh, I like that idea. How does getting better? <laughs> I do have some high heels. Yeah, but that's another story. Um, yeah. Well, actually, one of the things that just came up while I, while you were while you were talking about that was um, asking for help. Um, I, I, is it all right if I just jump into that first, yes. or yes, yeah? please. Because um, one of the things that I like to do is I like to follow the energy. And, and while you are asking people, uh, inviting people to ring in for some help, 
is that when I was sick, it was really, really difficult for me to ask for help. Oh, stop there. It's always been really difficult for me to ask for help. Yeah, I always, me too. <laughs> yeah, and it's amazing. It's because it's like people like us, um, people like you and me and many people who have um, – who are very sensitive in nature, they feel like they have to be able to do it all by themselves or they're, or they're wrong. And it's, it's that judgment that, you know, we can't ask for help, um, that we'd be, we must be stupid or whatever the reason or justification that's holding that in place. It, and if we can get over that, it's sort of like asking for help is not, is not giving you a power away. Asking for help is a way of actually saying, is actually asking a question. So one of the things is even if even if you don't want to like come on the show or ask a question, it's like what if you are actually willing to ask help of the universe, yeah, ah. and actually ask the question because that's as soon as you ask the question for me now that's like asking for help. Okay, universe, what do I have to be or do different today that will change this right away? What can I receive today that will allow this to change with ease? Questions like this, and then the universe can actually start to provide you with a, some sort of answer or some sort of direction that's going to give you more ease with you and your body and even the people around you. Oh, and the planet, but yeah. You know, one of the questions that's come in, and uh, I know you're going to talk to this, but we did get a question that just came in. We're actually getting a bunch of them. And the question is really to you, Liam, and the question is, you know, what does it mean to follow the energy? Can you explain that to us for a minute? Yeah, that's a really cool one because yeah. sometimes that can get really confusing. I, I remember I remember when I was studying a lot of um, spiritual sorts of things and uh, even before that, there's that old saying of, you know, go with the flow. Yes. And, and for, for me, I, that always felt a little bit heavy. And I, I never really realized until I came across uh, Gary Douglas and Access Consciousness that going with the flow often means aligning and agreeing with a situation or something that's not really true for you. So following the energy is not really going with the flow Following the energy is really sort of like you know where you want to go and so, so you'd like to create this in your life and then you start choosing everything that matches that energy that you'd like to create. So if, if like say you're sick, if you're sick or you've got an illness or something and you want, you want to have more freedom and ease with your body, then that's sort of like your target. So then you can sort of have a look at that target and you get the energy of that and you go, okay, so whatever it takes, I'm going to follow whatever it takes. I'm going to follow the energy to get that, okay? So sometimes that may mean that you have to go upstream and go against what everybody else is saying because you know that that is going to get you to where you want to be. So... That's, that's the first thing with, like, following the energy. Mm-hmm. The second thing is how do you know when you're following the energy or when you're actually aligning and agreeing with somebody else's point of view? Oh, it's, that's a good one. That is a good one. And the easy, and I have talked about this on the show before, that, that it's really easy. And if it's not easy, I don't do it. Right. So, and it's like 
if it's light for you, if it's expansive, if you go, if you sort of like get a little giggle on your face, if you, it, you get a little chill up your spine, whatever that is, some, something that makes you feel a little bit good, and it can be very subtle, um, then you know that that's true for you, okay? So if it's light, it's true for you in that 10 seconds. And if it's heavy, you know that there's a lie there for you. So for like going to the doctors, I, 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 had, uh, I wish I had known this tool when I first started going to the doctors. But now when I go to the doctors, you know, the doctor will say to me, oh, uh, well, you need an X-ray for this. And I'll go, oh, okay. I won't align and agree with him or resist and react to him. I'll just go into question and I'll ask, Is this, does this feel light or heavy for me? And if it's light, I'll go, oh, okay, cool. So, you know, what do we have to do to get that done? And if it's heavy, I'll go, okay, thank you. So what do we have to do to get that done? And then I'll take the X-ray, but I might not get it done. So I'm never in, I'm never in um, resistance and reaction, um, but I'm always asking that question, is this light or is this heavy for me? Now, a lot of people say, oh, a lot of people say to me when I explain it, oh, I don't really get this heavy or light thing. It's sort of like it's a muscle. You've got to, you've got to, you've got to play with it and grow that muscle. And so what I suggest people do is practice with things where they're not invested in the outcome because I know that when I was sick, the only thing I wanted to be was not sick. And if I had tried that tool with that, I may have been too invested in the outcome. So try it with a cup of tea or a cup of coffee in the States perhaps will be more appropriate. You know, if I drink this, um, what will my life be like in five years' time? And if I don't drink this, what will my life be like in five years' time? And whichever one is lighter, then do that. If drinking the coffee is lighter, drink the coffee. If it's not light, if it's heavy, then don't drink it. And then you can start playing around with it. And then when you get to those bigger, uh, so-called bigger choices, um, you'll already have in place what it is like to actually sense what is light for you or what is heavy. Well, you know, there's one thing that is, you know, that has become really, really clear is that, you know, once you get the hang of asking the question, does it feel light or does it feel heavy, it becomes second nature to you, or at least this has been my experience of it. What I'm really struck by, uh, Liam, is how quickly an answer comes to the question. And, and and so, you know, a lot of times, you know, we ask ourselves a question around our health, around food, you know, around so many different things in our lives and agonize over decisions uh, that the just the process of making decisions is agonizing. And so I wanted to ask you about what happens to us and back, you know, and the topic we're actually talking about today, what happens to us when we enter into this place um, that has to do with stuckness around this? A question just came in. Let me let me just let me just give you the question that came in about this. You know, and the question is, you know, what about your family? So if your family feels heavy, then uh, you know, what do you do? 
And I, I would like to talk about this because it's not just about a family. It's about a job. It could be about so many different things. Can you really talk to this for a moment? Yeah, sure. Okay. With something like that, um, and particularly with this particular person, um, it's like if, it, if their family feels heavy, it's mm-hmm. like you want to you want to turn it around 180 degrees and and have a look at that from a different point of view. Mm-hmm. Is 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 the family heavy, or and, and then ask some different questions. So is the family heavy, or is it is that actually your perception of what they think of themselves? Mm-hmm. So when you look at it from a from a different when you ask a question like that. Then, you're, then you will perceive whether it's heavy for you or whether you're just picking up everybody else's heaviness within the family. All right, okay. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It's, it like twists it all around because one of the things is when we're, when we're talking about energy and stuff like this and following the energy, it's like you've got to be aware of what you're perceiving. Are you perceiving the energy for you or are you perceiving the energy for everybody around you as well? And if you're very sensitive, the thing is you're going to be picking up what other people are thinking and feeling about themselves and how many people actually feel great and feel light about themselves or do most people actually feel like, oh, I'm not quite there yet, I'm not good enough looking for this. Or, And if you're picking all of that up, then, of course, Family is going to feel terribly heavy, yeah? Yeah. So you want to twist it. Well, I want to encourage uh, uh, those of you out there, uh, the folks that are asking these questions, to give us a shout so you can have a conversation with Liam and give us a bit more detail about what actually is going on. I mean, this is a phenomenal show for for all of us to get some help so that we can move forward, so we can move the energy and, you know, live in that place of, of joy. Uh, we've got a toll-free number for you tonight, 888 that is, 627-6008. So that's 888-627-6008. You know, we started the show by, by talking about you are the gift. I am the gift. You are the gift. Um, we go through life and, and there are a lot of days that folks don't see themselves as the gift. You, you know, you and I talked about how we actually saw ourselves as the burden. Um, why is it important for us to recognize that the true nature of ourselves and that we are the gift? What does that do? How does that help shift us? Yeah. What would it be like if you unwrapped you? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you know that. Well, that's a, that's a good question. You know that um, when it's Christmas time or it's your birthday and somebody gives you a gift and you unwrap it, how do you feel? Does it feel like expansive and exciting? So, so if you start to unwrap you, that's what you'll start to get. You'll start to get that um, excitement and Excitement really is that that clanging together of the molecules in your body where things start to go, oh, wow, this is cool. And when that starts to occur, you're actually working with at the molecular structure of your body. So you can actually start to shift and change the energies that you've decided are not possible to change. Mm. 
So when you start to unwrap you and you start to actually acknowledge that you are the gift, and that's all you've got to do is start to acknowledge it, it starts a process where the cells can start to unlock themselves from the judgment that has been placed on them. So every time that you have ever judged your body, like when you get up in the morning and you look in the mirror and you go, oh, my God, I look like I'm 70 years old and I'm only 30, that's a bit of a judgment. And so your body hears that and it starts to physically actualize that um, for you because what your body does is it's, it's like a physical actualization system that actually creates exactly what you are thinking and feeling or judging about it. So it, would, it, it, doesn't, ju- it doesn't judge you back for, for judging it as old or whatever. It would just create that oldness or aging in you. So once you start being a gift, you start to, once you start to acknowledge that you are the gift, it's, you can't be in that judgment and you can start acknowledging other things and be grateful for your body. It's like that gift and gratitude is sort of like, it's like a horse and carriage. They go together, yeah? yeah so absolutely. When you're, yeah, when you're, when you're being that gift, then you'll find that people are, are just so grateful for, for you just being in the room. And I'm sure that there's a lot of people out there that they, they, might, they may have an inkling of this that, you know, people just tend to sit down next to them and start talking and telling them their life story. Or, mm-hmm. um, and it's because, because uh, a lot of people out there who are very sensitive are actually, they're actually willing to be that gift. They've just never acknowledged it themselves. But other people sense it in them and they're drawn to them. Wow. So if you're one of those people that are sitting there going, oh, you know, why do people talk to me on the bus all the time and tell me their life story? I, you know, it's just bizarre. That could be one of the reasons is that you're actually willing to be something that other people are not. And that's the gift. That's the gratitude. That's the peace and the, peace and the calm. And people will often open their hearts to you and you'll go, mm-hmm. wow. Now, if you can receive that with, with gratitude rather than go into resistance and reaction, or oh, not this story again, um, then it, it will, you will actually, that, well, that's, for me, that's part of the healing process. It's, uh, it's not only healing for the other person that you're, that's bearing their soul to you, but it's also healing for you because you, you're not in that judgment state. You're oh, in this expansive, um, healing, mm-hmm. non-judgmental, mm-hmm. peace and calm. And it's like people – actually, here's something for some people to play with. Next time that they go into a room or a party or whatever, just be totally you. Just drop all of those barriers, all those defenses, all of that, all of that stuff and just be totally vulnerable and be you. And you'll be amazed at just what occurs. Oh, my gosh. You know, let's go to the phones. Uh, we have Mary calling in from Ohio. Let's get Mary on here, who's been waiting so patiently. Mary, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Good. What can we do for you today? What's your question for Liam? Well, there's a couple things. Um, you just were talking about barriers, but before that, you talked about doctors. And that resonated with me because I I just went and got a new family doctor. 
and um, it wasn't the doctor I was supposed to see. But when you talked about the doctor told you do this, do this, or and you said you took the papers and then you left and you didn't go have done what you were supposed to have done according to the doctor. Um, so when you talk and you talked about the heavy and the light, when I was with this doctor, it didn't feel right. It didn't feel good. But I went and did what she wanted me to do. I went and had some of the tests done. Mm-hmm. And then she sent me to a specialist. But it it still doesn't feel like I should. It, she feels heavy to me. So is it me that I just don't want to be there and don't want to do it? Or is it, is it what? What, am, what? How do I get past this? So Let I me ask you a question. Okay. So is it you? Or is it, well, that's or is what it I'm, something else? Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Is it is it me because I just don't want to be there and I don't want to do what she wants me to do, or is it because um, when I ask a question, I want an answer and I didn't get it? Well, or was it both? So well, that's okay, that's really be. it. Could be both. Yeah. So it's sort of like the thing is, if you go, if you really don't want to go and see or do something, does that feel heavy or does that feel light? <laughs> it feels heavy, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's sort of like if you can stay, if you can stay in in the question of going, okay. So here's another here's another question for you that you might like to ask when you're in this situation again next time. It's sort of like if I choose this, if I choose to go to the doctor, if I choose to go to this doctor, what would my life be like in five years' time? And this, this will get you out of, you know, the, the stickiness of the energy that's occurring in this 10 seconds because you actually have to expand yourself out five years from now where the energy is not as, not as solid and then you'll, get, then you'll get that awareness. So does that, does that help you at all? Well, I guess it's it's. I went with a very open mind because I'm not a doctor person and I don't like going to the doctors. But I decided I would just go because I thought this was the right thing to do and, you know, the normal routine that you should do. And then I just and maybe it was her her coldness or maybe she did. I, I it's not even a bedside manner, but and maybe that was what turned me off from wanting to go back to her because I yeah. really don't want to go back. I'm actually thank, looking for thank another you for doctor. That. Thank you so much for that because it's yeah, sort thank of like it's, it's like maybe it's her bed. How many doctors do you know that have got great bedside manners? Not many. <laughs> it's really interesting. So this is where this is so, so if you had that already in place that you want a doctor that has a great bedside manner, um, then you won't be able to receive everything that they can gift to you. So it's like you have to have a look at what you are not willing to receive. So if you're not willing to receive someone who has got a bad bedside manner, it means that you can't receive everything that they can possibly be and show you and and the awareness that they can gift to you. So it's 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 more about it's more about are you actually willing to receive whatever is required to change what's going on? Mary, did you hear the question? 
Yeah, but no. No, I'm you're not, not willing, willing to, to you're not willing to receive. I'm not it. willing to I'm not willing to to receive what I'm not getting. But if I'm not getting what I need from this relationship with this doctor, then and I feel I have the right to ask questions. Um, but somebody, I told this to somebody else, and they said, well, maybe you intimidated her by asking questions. And it's like, <laughs> well, okay, just stop but there. I have the right. Yeah, let's, uh, let, wait a minute. Let's just, just stop, there, stop there. That's a good one, Mary. Let's it's, just stop with. <laughs> this is following the energy. This is, yeah, about this, being, is this is about being right. And this is about how many people actually like to be questioned. If you're a doctor and you've done, what, six years in the university. Right. And then you've done six years being a. Um, you know, a, a lower doctor, for want of a better word, uh, and maybe you've got 20 or 30 years of the rightness of the point of view that you want to hold, that you know everything there is about doctoring, and then somebody comes along and starts asking you questions. Uh-oh. Well, then their barriers may well go up. So that that's really interesting. So... So when so you've got to be aware of is this barrier mine or is this barrier theirs? Right. Because if it's theirs and you've misidentified it as yours, then you can't receive from them. But if you identify it as theirs, because you and you'll know what if it is theirs, because you can ask the question: Is this barrier mine or theirs? And whichever one is lighter is true for you in that ten seconds. So if it's theirs, it's like, oh, okay, cool. Well, I'm still willing to receive everything that they can they can give me. You know, Liam, can I ask okay. a question okay. about this? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mary. So, so when you said that, it was it was light for me, and obviously it was her issue that whatever whatever goes on with her, I don't feel it was my issue because I feel I I had the right to ask a question. Mm-hmm. about cuz she was sending me to a specialist. So and I wanted to know what the difference between two different specialists were. And um her answer to me was, well, if you want to go to that one, go to that one. And it wasn't about a doctor, it was whether it was an endocrinologist or an ear, nose and throat doctor. That's two different doctors. And I was just asking what the difference was between those two mm-hmm. doctors, and that was the answer she gave me. So as far as I'm concerned, that's her issue. That's not my issue. But for me, it puts a block up in a wall that says, okay, I, how am I even going to communicate with her? Because if, if she answers me like that again, I might have to slap her. Well, <laughs> let me uh, – yeah, now we're following the energy. Liam, let me ask you a question about this because I just went through this myself. This is so fascinating. What the heck is going on? I I went through the same thing. My doctor said to me, you got to go get a general practitioner, right? And I, I thought, okay, feel light or heavy? Ah, it feels pretty light. He said, I want you to go to blah, blah, blah across the hall, okay? So I went and I called that office. And I picked up the phone, and within five seconds, they put me on hold, so here's what I did with it. Now, I don't know if this was the, right, the direction I was gonna, should have gone or not. Off that phone after I made this appointment, and I did not feel good. I felt heavy. And I said to myself, uh, so here's what I said, Liam. I said, uh, 
Dr. Blah, blah, blah is now my family physician. Do I feel light or heavy? I picked up that phone and I called the doctor back and I canceled my appointment because it was very clear to me without going into a story about her, right, or about the office. All I know is that I felt worse after I called and I didn't even get to the doctor. I got to the front desk. So, I mean, can you talk about that? Because I didn't need to have a whole story or force myself to go see a doctor. I just really, I got really clear that there's no way I should be on the phone making a doctor's appointment. And before I even go to the doctor, I'm not feeling good. (laughs) I mean, did you go to the doctors before you even got there? (laughs) Well, you know what I'm saying? No, I didn't go to that doctor. I actually rescheduled and found another doctor. Um, can you talk to this? I mean, it didn't really take much for me to make that decision. But I yeah, felt sure. great after I canceled the appointment. <laughs> yeah, well, you feel great because that's an awareness that you've just had. Right. That, it's, uh, that you've just acknowledged. You've just had the awareness and you've acted on, on it. So, mm-hmm. it's, But the thing is with... With awareness, it's not about right or wrong. It's not about my right to ask questions or my right to do this or my right to do that. It's, it's more about, it's about an awareness of whether this is expansive or whether this is contractive for me and, for me and my body. Right. So like many years ago, I, I went to the dentist and, and I said, I, and I had to have all four wisdom t- taken out. And I asked my body, so do you want to go to your local dentist, um, your, my family dentist? And my body said no. And I said, okay, so who do you want to go to? And so he said, so my body told me, oh, I want to go to the, the specialist. And it was the only specialist in the, in the whole of the city. There's only, there was only one in this particular city. And he was very expensive and I didn't have the money. So I had to stay in the question and lo and behold, I got him. He was really gruff. He was really not having a very good bedside manner. But my bo- I kept on asking, are you sure you want to go with this guy? Are you sure? Yes, 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 yes. And he was, a, he was an amazing surgeon. He wasn't a very nice person, but he was an amazing surgeon. And, and my body knew that, and my body wanted the surgery, and, he, and my body wanted the best surgery that it could get, not the nice family dentist. So, right. so it's not about being right or wrong. It's about, right. it's about, is this expansive and is this contractive? Right. So, Mary, do you understand that? <clears throat> well, I don't Mary? know how, I, don't, I guess I don't get the expansive um, or contractive for me because I just, I, I've got a block, I guess, <laughs> that <laughs> I just, I just won't go back to her because I, well, I don't feel that well, that. Yeah. So, so here's the question I have for you. So, if you have a block or you have a of, of a sense of her, um, can you have that? And Liam, help me here. Can you have that sense of the situation without the story around it? I mean, I don't know what, why sometimes. But I don't have what story. What Whatever the story is about whether the doctor gave you what you wanted or about bedside manner, about, you know what I'm trying to say? Okay, so there's no, I don't have a story. 
Right. I had a big story. I had a big story that when I called the doctor's office, the customer service was so bad that the doctor had to be bad. (laughs) No, I don't have I don't have that kind of story about it. It's it's just it's just a feeling of what I have that she's not the doctor for me. So, Liam, final words to Mary. Okay. Well, the, th- the thing is, like, Mary, I'm really grateful for you ringing up because what we've discussed here has actually opened a whole bunch of energy for a lot yeah. of other people. Yeah. And so it's not about making you right or wrong. It's about, it, like, whenever I talk to people, it's like I don't, have, I don't come with a prepackaged solution. I come with, oh, look, here's something. What can we play with here? What questions could we ask with here? Yeah. So it's like in that, in that situation... Um, we want to have a look at the words we're using and it's like we've been using a lot of words today about feeling and feeling is actually the lower vibration of perceiving. And so every time that we we use that word feeling, we often lock things into our body because if you touch your body right now, that's feeling, yeah? You can feel your hands on your skin. You can feel the sun on your face. You can feel the wind blowing through your hair. So every time you say, I feel, I, I feel really bad about this, or I feel terrible today, or I feel, I feel, I feel, your body starts to create that within, it, within itself. So if you can change that, the energy of that word, either, and for me, I just cut out the word feeling for a long time, and I went into, okay, so what is it that I'm perceiving here? Because then you're actually asking the energy of it, and you're not asking your body to take that on. So you know when you're sort of like, when you're actually um, in that situation in the doctor's office and it's, quote, unquote, feeling really funky and you can start to feel it in your body, that's when you start to actually kill your body with, with that sort of feeling. But if you actually go into the question of, okay, so what is it that I'm perceiving here you can bypass locking it into your body and, and um, you're, you'll get the awareness of it without having to lock it into the body. Okay, Mary. And, and Liam, I, I am so glad that you said that. And I know you're running wow. out of time, um, Pat, but I'm so glad you said that because actually what happened for me is I let my feelings get in the way of her and my discussion about what I was going to do, and by the time I left there, well, it wasn't even by the time I left there, I probably was five minutes of of her and I communicating, my blood pressure was up to 140 over 60. Yeah. So So I let the feelings take over instead of um, just going with what, what was happening and not taking, letting my feel, not, exactly. I shouldn't have let my feelings get away with it. So, cool. That so can we do a clearing for you right now? Yes, let's. Okay, so everywhere, yeah. and this is for everybody, anywhere where you have locked that feeling of frustration or anger or whatever that was um, into your body, would you now allow it to dissipate into the earth, into the sky, wherever, who cares? And everything that doesn't allow that to occur with total ease, can we destroy and uncreate it all, please? Yes. Thank you. Good and bad, right and wrong, pop and pop, all nine short boys and beyonds. 
So that, that is something that you can do. Whenever you start to feel uptight, it's sort of like, okay, turn it into a question. Yeah, okay, what am I perceiving here? Because it probably wasn't even your anger or frustration. It was probably hers. And so you want to ask this question, A, when you first go into like a doctor's office, what can this person hear? So, and if you get not very much, then you don't have to ask many questions. The second thing is to do is if you're starting to feel um, uptight, it's sort of like, is this mine or is this the, the other person's? And then mm-hmm. when 99% of the time, 98% of the time, it's going to be the other person's and you can start to relax immediately. All you have to do is say, hey, buddy, just dissipate, 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 dissipate. And then you won't then you won't get stuck in that um, treadmill of uh, thoughts, feelings, and emotions. Wow, wow, Mary, thank you That's so awesome. much. Thank you. Thank you. This was great. Thank you very much. Yeah. Have a good wow. evening. Thank you. Oh thank my you, gosh, Liam, what a gift. Yeah, exactly. And what was really cool is there that that Mary came to her own awareness of the situation. Um, not by us telling her what was wrong or what she was doing wrong or what was wrong about the situation. She actually, by asking questions, we got to the place where she went, ah, and it's the ah that we're looking for with cuneing incurable or access consciousness. So the person actually has their own awareness of what they are creating. Because once you have uh, your own awareness of that, Nobody can ever take that away from you. Thank you, Liam. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Make sure you uh, follow. There's a lot of things we absolutely want to make sure you guys have. Make sure you check out what Liam is up to, liamphillips.com. Thank you guys for tuning us in. We'll see you next time. Oh